Hello and welcome to Is This Anime? I'm your anime expert, Jack Metcalf. And I'm the guy who has no idea what he's watching, Malcolm McLeod. And uh, we have a guest this time. We have uh, Domenico, who is our MMA expert. Hey, everyone. Thanks. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I appreciate it. MMA expert. Yeah. So so for those just right <laughs> in, each week I select a, a series for Malcolm to watch and three episodes of this showcase that series strength. And last week we did One Piece, the four kids dub. Malcolm, how was it? Uh, it was... Uh... It's an interesting watch. I can't believe that they actually produced something that terrible. It, it, it was impressive. Um, so yeah, we're, we're covering the MMA anime Baki. And so uh, I felt like we should bring a guest on, especially since this is our 10th episode. We might as well do something special. And yeah, seeing as how neither Malcolm or I watch MMA, we, uh, we give it to you, Domenico, because... Um, Whenever, you know, you, you when, when we text or whatever, you know, you'll tell me MMA stuff and I'll pretend to, to care just the same way I tell you about <laughs> anime and video game stuff and you pretend to care. So uh, we're bringing these two together. That's actually perfect. Yeah, I'm so often like sending Jack uh, information about the UFC and trying to get him into it. But I, I guess these two worlds have like come together now. So I, I reconcile it with like me bringing up dumb superhero shit you don't care about and you humor me by, by you know. But, yeah. yeah so it works both ways so so neither of us can really get mad <laughs> i appreciate uh, that trade-off <laughs> it's it's a good trade-off and um so yeah i think as always we should we should get into the history of this show baki because it's got quite quite the history um i'm just going to ask you guys a question right now uh how long do you think the baki manga has run like uh guess what year it started <laughs> We've covered some I, long shows. We've covered we covered like JoJo, which started in '87 and still going. One Piece still going, 1999. So I'll I'll, I'll give you that as a reference. I'm trying to like when did uh, the UFC start? Is that's like I feel like that's it was like 1993, 94, something okay. like that. Okay, so maybe a few years after that. I'm gonna make a guess that it's around. I don't know. 2000 1991 the year i was born <laughs> ah cool <laughs> 1991 this series is still ongoing there are 137 volumes of the manga wow i did see it's called i googled it and it's baki the grappler but that's not the title of the yeah, anime show i'll, I'll get into yeah. that so yeah like this okay. series was created by keisuke itagaki and his two previous titles were about makeup and a man who was very good at apologizing so that's, yeah. that's what he did before. So he made a, he made a, a manga about a Canadian. <laughs> yeah, that and someone who's really good at makeup. Their goal was to like be the best makeup artist. And I, I tried tracking them down. I tried reading them. I sadly could not find them because I would have loved to, to do the background on that. What, what a makeup manga is, uh, which sadly has not been adapted into an anime. But yeah, Itagaki, he did always have a love of martial arts, and he did practice Kenpo and boxing when he was young. He even became a member of Japan's self-defense force. Uh, the guy really lives and breathes martial arts, to say the least. Like, in volumes of Baki, he'll often, there'll be a picture of him, and it'll often be, like, posed with, like, another martial artist, whether it's, like, a sumo wrestler or something like that. And yeah, the, the first Baki title was called Grappler Baki, and uh, Baki is divided into, like, five series, basically. There's Grappler Baki, which debuted in 1991, which ended in 1999 and was immediately followed up with a series called Baki, which 
which this which this anime is based off the the Baki series, which lasted until two thousand five. I just like saying Baki; it's an awesome word. Uh, yeah, and there are three more series which encompass various arcs. Um, the the third series is being adapted uh, by Netflix next year, called Baki Hanma, and the fifth series only just started in twenty eighteen. So. We're in this for the long haul. And so while the Baki manga has been ongoing for 30 years, the, the anime history is a bit more complicated. There was a 45 minute original video animation released in 1994, and it adapted the first arc of the series. But it wouldn't be until 2001 that Baki got a full series titled Baki the Grappler, which covered the Baki the Grappler material. And it ran for 48 episodes. And uh, when that series wrapped up, that was it. They didn't bother uh, adopting Baki. Uh, the manga still continued, but it wasn't until 2018 that Baki would be revised as a series. And yeah, like I said, they made another series called Baki. And that's what we're covering. <laughs> I just love saying that, man. It's a fun word. Baki. Baki. I thought I'd join you. Baki. Sorry, Malcolm, you were going to jump in? Oh yeah, I just said Baki just to get in on the fun. It's fun, man. It's a fun word. Um, but here's the thing, and this is why I chose to uh, to pick this, the second series. Again, this is kind of like, like Domenico, you've actually watched Dragon Ball. We should tell people your anime experience too. Uh, unlike Malcolm, Domenico has actually watched Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I, well, Jack told me about that about Malcolm. I was actually shocked. You've never even seen Dragon Ball. So, like, I, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself an anime fan. I've watched some anime. I do have a giant Shenron tattoo. On yeah, my I mean, you got a tattoo. Yeah, so I, I like Dragon Ball, but that's pretty much the extent of it. I don't know. Yeah, I've never watched Dragon Ball. We haven't covered it yet, so I haven't, I, I haven't even bothered trying to. Malcolm has to be ready. Malcolm has watched more JoJo, more One Piece, more Gundam than he has yeah. Dragon Ball. More Baki. He's watched more Baki now than he has Dragon Ball. For and sure. yet, so again, the way Netflix handled it, and that's kind of why I chose to pick this series and these episodes, is because yeah, Netflix for some reason doesn't have the original 2001 Baki, despite the fact that that covers the first part of the entire story which i find very ridiculous so so what is the first part of the story because like story i guess that's the like, other thing is we only watch the episodes of the tournament the tournament which I have isn't no even... idea what happened before the tournament yeah and we'll get into it i think the first episode actually does a decent summary of what baki is about um but yeah the first series was essentially baki as a teenager and then baki is like a 17 year old he fights a bunch of tournaments um, when Baki's a teenager, he fights um, like a 14, 15 year old who looks, who does not look 14, 15. I really wish we could have covered that series because again, it's got a very ridiculous example of anime aging, which is something we've seen a lot of just characters who do not look their age. Um, and yeah, that, that material is basically just Baki as a young man and his evil, his evil dad, Yujiro. Uh, his dad, his dad is a character, and yeah. So basically, I was like, I was gonna cover the first episode of Netflix's Baki, but then I watched a lot of those episodes, and then they're very plotty, and I just wanted to watch a bunch of fights because that's the whole point of this show. This show is about muscular men fighting in the weirdest fucking ways. I think. Uh, that, so was, yeah. that was the most muscular anime I've ever seen. Is that like? True, would you say? I don't know. I haven't watched well, a lot of anime, but I, the, we'll I couldn't get over how jacked everyone 
was. Like, it was we'll get into the realism of the fighting because this is supposedly not a series that uses uh, supernatural elements, but there's definitely a lot of stuff where uh, where it is pretty. What, what are you talking about? There's a hundred year old man who is more jacked. <laughs> I think he's more than, than anyone in the show. I think it's. Like I think he's been. Oh no, he's been training for a hundred years. Fifty. I think he says fifty-two thousand days or something. He's been working on his martial arts. So yeah. So let's just jump into it. This is part of the Great Ride Tide Tournament arc, and yeah, we watched episodes one, six, and eight from it. And yeah, let's get right into it. So that first little bit, it is like a little origin story of Baki. Uh, Baki and his awful, terrible dad Yujiro, who who is one of the worst fathers ever. Well, I felt like at one point he was rooting for his father, right? Are they it's a actually close? Does the, okay, does their relationship come together at some point? Or I don't know. It does. I actually looked up spoilers for, for the big final arc. Well, it's not the final final arc. But, have you um, seen Have you seen like the entire series up until the end so far? So this, the great Raitai arc and then the Ollie Jr. arc, which immediately follows it, is, is all of Baki so far when it comes to being animated. Okay. Um... But yeah, the manga is still ongoing. I actually, I actually, this is kind of ridiculous. I read all 272 chapters of Baki uh, in the last three days to compare how they adapted it. And uh, wow. it turns well, out I wasted my time because it's actually a very faithful adaptation. There were, I could not tell any changes. Oh, that's good. That's always nice when they just like, well, we're just going to copy what's been written. We're not adding anything. But the artwork is really good, so it was nice to revisit it. I actually like, even if I've watched an anime, I don't mind going back to the manga because I do just like seeing how it's drawn. I mean, you know, there, there's some really good artwork. Um, but, you know, they didn't, they didn't change too much of it. There weren't even fights that, like, again, we'll get into it, but, like, there's fights that are really short, and I was like, oh, no, the manga must have, you know, done it way longer. Nope. Nope, uh, those fights are just as short as they are in the manga. Uh, so yeah, that first episode, we get a little bit of an origin story of Baki. I thought it did, how do you guys feel about it? I thought it did an, actually a decent job at it, at least introducing you to the concept. Yeah, well, I mean, at the beginning, it's they just it sort of seems like a recap of a bunch of things I didn't have to watch, yeah. which is like Baki fought someone and then he got poisoned. He got the poisoned by was... the man with the poison hand. He had like the poison fist power. So yeah, I mean, it's it is very supernatural. And then they they are like, we have to take him to China to get fixed, <laughs> which is a very weird. There's this whole thing about like, it's China versus the war the rest of the country. It's this the Chinese medicine line. man, and guess what? He gets cured, but we didn't watch those episodes. <laughs> yeah, they just airlift him as well. Like They just like have a helicopter ready to go. So, are so they that's... celebrities? Are these fighters celebrities? Or are they like, they... just well, really strong people who roam the land? Well, I haven't read like all the stuff. I've only read like the the seventeen chapters of Baki Hanma, which is the uh, the uh, the the series following this. Um, but I do know just from like cult cultural osmosis and people kind of teasing it that again the series has gone on so long that like Yujiro Hanma, Baki's a uh, terrible terrible father, has met President Obama. He's met Hillary Clinton, and at one point President Donald Trump signed a peace treaty against him because again he's the strongest man in the world. <laughs> I'm looking at Malcolm's face right now. Yes. He's a Wait, he, there's, there's a, whole, a thing where like, oh, this guy's so dangerous that he has his own peace treaty? Yes, the, the United States has to sign a peace treaty against the strongest man in the world. Oh my, I wanted oh. to see that. And Donald Trump pisses himself when he encounters Yujiro. Oh, wow. 
Um, man, this show, this show is so goddamn ridiculous. And what made me watch Baki is uh, bringing up another show, JoJo. People compared, uh, people said that Baki is like JoJo for martial arts, and it really is, because it's just ridiculous. So yeah, um, we have an encounter. The next thing after the little recap is the encounter with uh, Ali Jr., Muhammad Ali Jr., and uh, Yujiro. I found that hilarious because they actually incorporated like a real piece of like MMA history into that. What what was so, that piece? Well, so like Muhammad Ali fought Antonio Inoki in like the 1970s. And it was like this, it was like one of the first MMA matches. It was like 20 years before the UFC even. Okay. And Muhammad, yeah, so the guy was a Japanese pro wrestler and I guess he had some martial arts experience. And so they agreed to some weird rule fight and Muhammad Ali obviously didn't want to get on the ground. He wanted to stand up and box. And Antonio Inoki just sat on the ground on the, his butt and kicked him in the leg repeatedly and, like, crawled around <laughs> on his butt. And it actually happened. They, they like, ruled it a draw at the end. I think it's a complete shit show. Like, I've never actually watched it. I've just seen, like, YouTube clips. So the fact that they included that, that, like, it could defeat Muhammad Ali and, like, they were trying to use it to stop his son and then he got around that it was pretty cool, I thought. Interesting. And, and Muhammad Ali Jr. is a real person, although he, he does not well, resemble he, he's, this. He's, he's not a pro boxer either. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, because Muhammad Ali had like seven kids, six were daughters, and I think one of those daughters was a boxer. Yeah, Layla Ali is like the famous one. Okay, yeah. so, so Muhammad Ali Jr., I looked him up. Um, he said recently that uh, his father would be a Trump supporter. Uh, and he, he did boxing a bit, but, you know, nowhere near... Nowhere near as pro as uh, this version of Muhammad Ali Jr. And I actually thought he was a fictional character when I watched the show. Because, again, I mean, borderline, honestly. I mean, it seems like it's, it's like a, a fictional character, but in theory could be based on a real person. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, these episodes I picked, I'll say this right now. Baki is the least interesting character in Baki, which is why the episodes I picked barely feature him. That's what I thought, too. I was like, isn't the story supposed to revolve around him? And we barely got to see him, but... No, um, I, listen, man. I'll straight up say my favorite character is Yujiro. Because Yujiro is a bad man. <laughs> and he is entertainingly so. You mean, his everything he does is so brutal. I everything mean, like, I think even after that, like, the on the ground, where I did think it was hilarious that Muhammad Ali Jr. was like, oh, I guess I know how to defeat you. I'll just leave the room. <laughs> like, he just <laughs> walked out the door. He's like, I guess I guess I won't fight you. And then there's uh, some, he, like, I guess, was this his name again? Yujiro? Yujiro Hanma. Yeah, Yujiro Hanma. Uh, he goes, he, like, leaves, tries to track Muhammad Ali Jr. down. Some, like, I don't know, some guy with, like, a butler. It's just, like, like drops his food, he's so scared. And then it cuts to outside the building and then you hear someone yell out, there's a terrorist attack. I don't know if anyone noticed that. <laughs> I, I noticed that, yeah. Oh man. I mean, yeah. And Yujiro, of course, he just stomps and gets very, very pissy. Um, and then, yeah, what it, it moves next to what, um, where does it move next to? It moves back to uh, Ali Jr. and he's training. Again, like this first episode, like Ali is basically the protagonist. Yeah, because I guess Ali has to, like, then to get into the tournament because he's not Chinese or Japanese. He's American. Mm -hmm. He has to, like, prove himself. Yeah, and, and we meet some of the Kayos. Um, the Kayos seem cool until later when they all get jobs. 
<laughs> what is the Kaios? What did they? What are they supposed? I think it to means be like Sea King. Again, it's one of those things where they alternate between Japanese and English uses. Um, and I believe I didn't really notice this. I believe um, Ali is trying to prove himself to Kaio Ryu, who who seems like a really strong, cool guy until um, twenty, not even twenty minutes later, where he's not. What happened? Or sorry, what well, happened? yeah, I'm, I'm trying to tease that part out. So yeah, we we have uh, Ali again. He's training. Uh, anything stick out with you with that? I mean, it's a pretty like standard fight. I mean, it, the, the problem was is like when you look at all the fights we watched, it's like not like a very memorable fight. The only thing I remember is like they're like, "You sure you want to keep your gloves on?" Like that was just like this thing. Yeah, um, fair enough. Uh, don't worry, things get more memorable later, <laughs> very soon. Um, and then yeah, we get more of. Sorry, I'm just trying to even get my thoughts back, because re really the big moment in this one episode is a. Uh, is uh, Yujiro versus uh, Kaio Ryu. Let, let's just get right into that. Uh, so again, Yujiro has to prove himself even though he, he is clearly the strongest man. Um, he, has to, he has to break, what, 40, 40 uh, flooring tiles or something? Roofing tiles. Roofing tiles, roofing. Uh, that goes down easy. And then he fights uh, Kaio Ryu and uh, it doesn't go well. No, he bitch slaps his face off. He yeah. Rips, he rips his face off. Yeah, that one was crazy. I was like, wait, because I initially I wasn't sure if it was like he took the eye out or not. But then, no, it was just like the half of his face. He made them into, uh, was it, uh, like a Harvey Dent? Type. Yeah, and he throws the face into the crowd. And that, did I, yeah, this, I feel like the crowd cheers. I mean, I mean, there, it's crazy. a mix of cheers. And, and, I think some uh, people are horrified. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is horrifying because a man rips someone's face off. Yeah. And I was smiling when I realized, because again, I, I picked these episodes a week ago and then I, you know, I had to rewatch them. I'm like, oh, good. I didn't, uh, we, we made it to the face ripping off scene because I just love these moments of violence. That moment for me was when I kind of remembered. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm watching an anime. Because before I saw the Muhammad Ali thing and like kicking his leg on the ground and then he gets in the guy's like closed guard at one point and starts punching him. And then it's like, oh, this is like a realistic fighting anime. And then he rips the guy's face off. And then it just gradually escalates. <laughs> yeah, and then we're there. Oh, and then we also have some stuff with Kyle Lee. He's doing, they set up Kyle Lee, which uh, sadly Kyle Lee, we didn't watch your episode where you got to do a showcase but he's kind of doing some mystic training. Uh, Kylie also has the poison fist power, which he uses against Baki. And spoiler alert, that's how Baki gets uh, cured. He fights Baki, who gets disabled by a man with the poison fist hand. When he gets attacked by the man with the positive charged poison fist hand, that's what cures him. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so one guy that's anime logic negatively right there. charged poison hand. And then someone else fought him with the positively charged poison hand, and then he got cured. Was that the intention of the guy who's fighting, or he just happened to have the antidote poison? It's it's kind of it's I don't quite know. I feel like you know he's the, Kyle Lee is definitely a more honorable guy than the guy who took out Baki in the the previous fight. But yeah, I know. Or, that's definitely anime logic of like that's how he's cured. <laughs> the positive charged poison fist. Um, positive, yeah. Well, I don't know what a positive poison is, but I mean, uh, that it's something. 
Yeah, and again, we, we get set up, and there's also um, some guy in the shadows is, like, telling Kyle Lee, you know, you better not face off against your brother or something. And uh, that doesn't matter, because Kyle Lee fights Baki, who's not uh, the guy's brother at all. So it's meaningless. <laughs> it's completely... Does his brother show up? Is his brother anyone? No, not, not to my recollection. Maybe one of the listeners will point it out, but no, no. The brother thing, I don't recall it. And I did just read the manga. Um... So yeah, anything else that stood out in that first episode? I know we're kind of moving fast, but these episodes are so fight-driven. There's like very little plot. Um, I don't know. I wrote down notes here. Am I allowed to refer to notes? Is that cheating? No, oh, I've been using notes this because every our episode. Stuff. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my notes are terrible. One of the notes for the first episode is just pent-up testosterone. <laughs> they use that line at some point. Uh... No, that's about bitch slap face off. Yeah, that's about it. Is that ever a move? Has anyone in an MMA match ever ripped someone's face off? No, but uh, Nate Diaz, he does what's called the Stockton slap, where he like, okay. he's from Stockton. He likes to like bitch slap people in the face. It's like a way of taunting them instead of like using his closed fist. So like, I guess that's the closest thing, but no one's faces come off. I think the only like boxing match I know of that like someone's a, a part of their face is torn off is when Mike Tyson bit off. Uh, Forget his guy, the other guy's name, his ear off. Evander Holyfield, yeah. Yeah, Evander Holyfield's ear. And speaking of Mike Tyson, uh, yeah, in the parts of Baki I just read, Baki does uh, shadow box Mike Tyson. He creates an he creates an imaginary of illusion of Mike Tyson, which he fights. And if that seems crazy, don't worry, because the next person he imaginary fights is uh, a praying mantis. He imagines. <laughs> <laughs> theories is so fucking bonkers. What's so uh, funny is that he could have just fought Mike Tyson because I know Mike Tyson's making a oh, comeback. Yeah, no, he shout, he just shadow boxes him. Uh, I'm excited to see that get animated. But yeah, so the next episode, we, we jumped quite a bit ahead to episode six. And uh, this one focuses on a fan favorite, uh, Kaio Retsu, who uh, of all the Kaios, he's he actually plays a role in the series. So which one's Kyle Retsu? Like Kyle Retsu is uh he's got like the ponytail, he's kind of darker skinned. He's uh Oh okay Chinese yeah. Kenpo, that's his whole thing. Um he actually just got a new spin-off manga. Uh so he's still alive, he's still kicking it, even though this stuff is adapted from uh two thousand. Oh. oh good to know that you, you no one's no one gets just gets murdered in these in this tournament this series is kind of like one piece in the sense that a lot of characters even though they get shit kicked and and dismembered in various ways they still they still manage to live yeah you you can take brutal beatings that should kill you and then no you just walk away from it yeah and uh so yeah kairetsu versus uh jaku jaku and i had to remind myself because another character has a very similar name yeah. Uh, so, what do you guys think of this fight, uh, Domenico? Uh, has has anyone ever tried the handshake maneuver where they shake your hand, and then they they're like psych, and then they beat you up? Yeah, yeah, that's been done in MMA before. Where like I don't know about a handshake per se, but like they go to like bump fists, and then somebody kind of like sucker punches them. It's really rare. It's kind of like a dirty thing to do. Yeah, and th- this is basically the entire fight. Like, again, like, Retsu, who is super honorable, always takes uh, Jaku's hand, and he, he, you know, he obeys, and then Retsu, and then Jaku is, like, psych, and then Retsu gets all mad and fights him. 
Well, he dislocates his elbow at he one does. point, he right? Does do that. Or, or he's like, well, and then was it uh, the other guy? He's like, oh, now we have a fair fight or something like, just taunting him. Yeah. Uh, anything stick out with uh, you in this fight, Domenico? Well, there is some legitimate martial arts in there. He does okay. like a, he does a, I'm not a judo expert. I think it's a seonagi. He does like a shoulder throw. So that's like a judo toss to the ground. And then he puts him in an arm bar. And so like, that's a legitimate technique too. So that was kind of neat. Yeah. It kind of went on the ra- off the rails after that. but uh, Yeah, let's get into the off the rails part because uh, what happens next? I mean, I know he, uh, Jaku like d- uh, hides, hides or whatever. He lets, uh, he just kind of curls up and lets uh, Retsu just go go ham on his back. I thought we were going to see, like, the Dredger Tatum technique when the Simpsons, where, like, Homer Simpson Which lets him punch himself. Where Homer Simpson, uh, he has the professional boxing match. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so he just stands there and lets the guy punch himself until he gets tired because Homer's got a really thick skull, so he can't yeah. get knocked out. Yeah, so I thought that's what was coming. But oh, was, so you thought, you thought uh, Jackie was going to win this one. I did, yeah. There was a lot of back and forth there. Yeah, no, uh, Retsu's fighting style. Again, Retsu's a fan favorite. He's a very, he's a very cool dude. Baki fights him in the semifinals at the end of uh, the first animated series. So he's clearly, he's clearly a top tier fighter. And then um, any, anything else to the fight? Uh, I mean, I, I guess I feel like it's all kind of just been sad where it's like, yeah, yeah it's like a very a standard fight except for like, yeah, the handshake, and then he like re like re I guess relocates the elbow, and then yeah. and then he gets his ass kicked. And then we we go up to the uh, to again Muhammad Ali Jr. He gets another one. And uh, has anyone ever punched someone so fast that it's almost like wind blades cut their face? Maybe it's happened. I don't know. Yeah, that, I, again, mean, I, know, I, would, I would think not the punch, but a fingernail, perhaps. Maybe I'm just be asking them. these questions because that's yeah. pretty much Baki. Uh, yeah, again, uh, this one dude, he I don't even remember his name. He wasn't too memorable. You know, he really wants to fight Muhammad Ali Jr. And uh, it doesn't work out for him. No, I mean, Muhammad Ali Jr. just like, yeah, beats him up like almost immediately. And, and uh, I do like, though, the fact that the guy's whole thing is kicking, but they, they bring up the fact that boxing also has kicking, although you're, what, like, kicking in the dirt? Yeah, I, I didn't... Know, I don't know how accurate that is, per se, but, like, it is true that, like, an important part of boxing is, like, footwork, but I guess you can interpret it as, like, you're kicking the dirt as you're moving your feet around, so... Yeah, it felt like a bit of a stretch to say that. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, they're, like, really just, like, wanting to, like, oh, they're, like, someone clearly wrote a line where they were, like, oh, well, it's, like, you know, what is, I think it was, like, you know, boxing is the art of, you know, moving your, or, like, kicking or something. And you're, like, that's not really correct. It's just, <laughs> it just, it kind of sounds cool. So they're, like, we'll just throw it in there. Because he is always kind of jumping uh, when he's in the ring, and that's something I've seen boxers do when I've like caught boxers boxing before. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna share screen because I think we got plenty of time. Actually, again, like this is what happens when you pick episodes that have no plot. It's so just like, yeah, this fight was awesome. This fight was whack. Uh, share screen. Where are you? Oh, there it is. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up. You're just getting shot in the face. He's like, yeah. He's so the escape it. the escape prisoners arc is pretty fun too because it's not even in rings. It's just these escape convicts who uh, just try and fight Baki and his friends for for like 25 episodes straight. 
And yeah. that guy is Specs, and he is 97 years old. That's another. Okay, so like they, you say, there's no supernatural element to the show, but there's like 90 year old badasses who are shooting themselves in the head, and no, nothing's happening. It's just oh, there's a little bit of steam because he's that... also appears to be uh, a like what 10 feet tall. Like it's like look, <laughs> you he's know, a tower. He's a tower of a man. Specs is. Uh, yeah, I, I re- that that's an all star scene. I also want to say that I'm almost, sh- I'm shocked that there were guns in this world. Like, I always felt like this is a world without guns. Like, I thought the only guns would be the ones on your right and left arms. Like, that sort of uh, how I was thinking. Uh, so, was. the escape prisoners arc, and again, if, we, if I decided to have, you know, I didn't think we would cover these episodes so quickly, although we'll see about the next one. But again, like, the escape prisoners arc is all about, like, these prisoners who are basically dirty tricksters versus the honorable, you know, Baki and crew. And uh, yeah, you, you get one guy who vomits out a uh, grenade and it blows up the dojo, although everyone in the dojo survives. Uh, one guy uh, throws gasoline. Just structural damage. No, pro- no one was harmed. Just, the dojo's just property. There, there's a dojo in this series that gets blown up multiple times. Um, yeah, even, even Baki's dad uh, blinds a guy once, which I guess is like, not that bad by Ujiro standards. But yeah, speaking of Ujiro, let's get into the, the third episode, which is really my favorite. Because yeah, it's uh, Ujiro Hanma versus a man who is like 140 years old. Yeah, that one, I didn't expect him to be so old. I was like, because he looks like a uh, like a junkie pirate. Like that's his like design as a person who's just like also made out of like a hardened clay that's cracking. Like a port, you know, like, yeah, I, I like the way they draw him. I like that kind of character design. Uh, his name is Sea King Kaku, which uh, didn't get me confused at all with uh, Kaio Jaku. I, I don't know what the deal is with these naming conventions in, in this uh, arc. Kaku and Jaku. Yeah. Yeah, this fight was great because it, it felt like it was the first time that, like, um, was it Baki's dad actually fought someone who could like match up to him but it this yeah. seems to be the only advantage the guy had wasn't it in strength because that'd be impossible for 150 year old men to be so strong although he is very strong it's that he's um uh just he's got the wisdom that Baki's dad doesn't have yeah and in the previous episode i i really just wanted to cut it to just the, the big finale the previous episode, it's it, it's kind of a battle of wills between uh, Yujiro and Kaku about, again, like, Yujiro, who's just this, like, tank of a man. Again, str- a strong enough man that they, that they had to sign a peace treaty against him. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it's it's Yujiro's brute strength versus uh, Kaku's martial arts wisdom. And, yeah, like, again, Yujiro is trying to use all his strength against Kaku, and it just doesn't really seem to be working. Kaku... Anytime he's like seemingly like knocking him out, Kaku just kind of comes back. Was that the was that the finals of the tournament? That's the finals of the tournament. Oh yeah, that's the end okay. of the Great Raitai arc. Was there like a transition phase that we missed at some point? Because they showed the old guy off at the beginning and like yeah, they're, they're kind of competing. And then at some point that we didn't see, he like announces that he's not a debilitated old man and he can fight his way to the tournament finals. It's not quite that. He actually has a fight in episode three where he uh, where he oh, kicks okay. the guy in the balls and t- he takes off a dude's pants and then kicks him right in the balls. Uh, oh, wow. But then what happens is Baki and crew basically beat up all 
all the other fighters so easily that he's like, okay, now we need to have like another separate uh, match. Again, it's like, it's only an eight episode arc compared to the, the prisoner arc, which is 25 episodes and took Netflix like two years to like split up basically. Yeah, I mean, I think this arc, it feels like it's just like fight, 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 and that's fight, why it's fight, awesome. fight. Um, yeah. So yeah, what what do you think of this this one fight? Domenico, what do you think of this one fight where, again, you see Ujiro, who, who we've set up in the previous episodes, is, again, the, the strongest man. Actually, I want to point out something, the strongest man. So I, they kept referring to him as like a beast, too. Yeah, and, he's probably the other. Yeah, at the beginning of the, the like the first episode, I had subtitles on because like I always oh, you, you didn't watch on. the English? Well, no, I did, but it's, it's just like a default setting. Sometimes subtitles oh, are left on, and I turned it off because they were completely different. The English from the English, yeah. So like they said, "World's strongest man," but in the subtitles, it said like "World's strongest creature" or something. Yeah, that's that's what Netflix has. Now, Malcolm noticed that too. Netflix has a tendency to do that. I don't know why. Yeah, I've noticed that as well. But they also in this episode, uh, in the dub, they also, uh, later on after the fight, they go like, he's not a man, he's a beast. He should be yeah, a yeah. beast. So I'm like, is this just a confusing way of like, sort of implying that he's more than a man? Because like, there's also this big like part of the fight where they talk about the muscles on his back mm -hmm. are like that of a demon's face. They're like, yeah. oh, it's a demon's face. Yep, that that's Yujiro for you. He he is a demon. I didn't really see the demon face to be honest. Was I blind to that? Or like it just looked back, like he, I mean, it like yeah, it looked like I don't know. He, he looked like he had an injury. Like he had two things okay. sticking out the middle of his back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt like it was a stretch. I don't know if it was just the art style, like didn't like do it justice or not. But it was just like yeah, I didn't. I kind of just like oh, this guy's just got a lot of back muscles. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look very like demon like to me. But yeah, I've kind of just accepted it as someone who's watched Baki and I've watched all the the, the series and stuff. Um, and then yeah, they we... also yeah they oh, also like you? have the yeah well the the one move as well where they just like he keeps getting hit into the wall. It was kind of crazy as well. Yeah, he gets thrown into the wall and he's always spinning. He's he's always spinning and coming back. That's experience for you. That's experience <laughs> for you. And then, yeah, Yujiro, uh, of course, you know, he gets pretty, pretty damn frustrated. When Yujiro has to pop his top off, that's when you know uh, he means business. Does he do that usually in the show, or is this like the first time? This or, like, is like a big deal. I mean, I think we've seen his back before. Oh, and I should also point out, um, spoilers for people who uh, haven't seen the first part of Baki. Yujiro um, killed Baki's mom. So <laughs> this guy oh. sucks. Well, okay. So yeah. they weren't married? Okay, it wasn't some sort of, like, domestic dispute? It's just a lady... No, it's not really a domestic dispute. It's more that, like, Baki, when he's 13, really wants to fight his dad. And then uh, his mom kind of gets in the way of that. And uh, Yujiro hugs her to death. Um, but not lovingly. It's very much intentional. Wow, that's that's dark. Uh, Yujiro is a bad man. He, he's very much on the Dio spectrum of just a terrible, terrible person. Huh. Yeah, you said that, and I thought from what we saw in the show, I was like, oh, you didn't see that bad, but... Okay, maybe. I don't know. I. But, yeah. I mean, you can, if you're hugging people to death, you're probably a terrible person, so... I find just Yujiro's glee and just inflicting harm to just be uh, to be very entertaining. And I don't know, I, I guess people who listen to this show know I really like the bad people. 
I, I love how anime can just make some of the most cartoonishly ridiculous villains. No commentary. I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, thought, I, thought we were, I thought we were going to have an opening. I thought Malcolm was going to interject. Uh, <laughs> um, I did, well, speaking, speaking of the bad man thing, there was one point I like. So, like, uh, when Yujiro was beating up the old guy, yeah. and then Baki seemed to be enjoying it. I don't know who it was on the, the sidelines, but he, like, made a comment to Baki. He's like, I know you're, like, you're enjoying watching your father here, but he's beating up that old man. That line made me laugh. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of those groaners there. Yeah. yeah, well, well, there's like, yeah, it sounds like because like Bak, we don't see Baki fight. Does Baki fight in this tournament? Uh, tournament? He, he at does all? fight in this tournament. Um, in fact, while you guys are talking, maybe I can even uh, do some share screen for this. Yeah, again, yeah. I just it's my own personal preference where I don't find Baki super interesting. Oh, wrong episode. Because um, yeah, well, because the way it, you've, the, these episodes are laid out is almost like oh, Baki's like abstaining from the fight because like he's waiting to like beat his dad up. The his mission since he was thirteen years old. <laughs> like, because how Baki, old is he now? He like what? He's like 16? eighteen. He's like okay, 18. He's 18. So it's a pretty fresh death of his mother. Like it's not. Yeah. Um, bear with me. I'm just gonna scroll through this. All right, we're gonna share screen again. We're we're getting a lot of bonus content, folks, because again, th this show was uh was easy that way. Do people have to like subscribe to the Patreon to see this? <laughs> that, that was a joke. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I don't know when we're gonna get Patreon. We're doing a time. very visual element to an audio experience right now. They're gonna love this. Uh, this is like 10 minutes. Fuck that. I'll edit that out. Um, yeah, I was honestly, I was kind of choked. I'm like, Malcolm, do you find this format frustrating at times? Because I was actually really enjoying the first episode and then we went all the way to six. And I was like, damn it, I missed so much. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely can, uh, can be hard when you're like, well, no, but I really like this. Take it. It works in like there's uh, one show we've seen where it was like more standalone episodes. So that was like, oh, that was better, but yeah, it's a weird way of getting into a show because you don't really, really I, get into the show, but you get into like the best of. It's sort of like watching. That's how novel. we see it. It's a best of. It's a best of compilation. And then sometimes when I'm lazy, I just put one, two, and three on. Well, I'm sure too. If it's like an anime that you're like hating, you don't really care. So you just like yeah, oh, we've had those. This, we've pick had three those. episodes we're, and get it over with. We we didn't love Gundam too much, sadly. Sadly, uh. Gundam fans. Um. But yeah, sorry. Uh, screw that share screen. You guys can watch the uh, the poison hand fight on your own time. But yeah, I yeah, honestly think I will go back and watch it. I was gonna finish the the season. I was liking it that much. All right, we'll get to that part. I'm gonna edit this a little bit out. Um, but no. So so let's get to the conclusion of the fight with uh, Yujiro. So yeah, uh, Yujiro is about to finally deliver this final blow to um, to Kaku, and then uh, guess what happens? Kaku dies. Yeah, he, he dies of uh, old age. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> the age has got to gone to him in the ring. He gets to uh, him. Has anyone ever died of old age in a fight in an MMA match, or anyone ever like died straight up in the professional match, Domenico? There, yeah, there's been uh, a few like oh, okay. in like smaller shows and whatnot. Never of old age, though. I'm assuming all the people that died were 
healthy young adults. But yeah, it has happened before. Okay. It's rare. It's happened in boxing too, but it's it's pretty rare. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I assume it's got yeah, it's just like getting hit one too many times in the wrong spot and then you Yeah, you know, it's like a freak accident. Yeah, like a freak accident or something. Yeah, well, there's like always that like what is it the million dollar baby scene where she like falls and breaks yeah. her on the on the, ben- on the little uh, bench for for that movie for however many years ago it was. Yeah, um, spoilers for a movie that's almost twenty years old. <laughs> I've actually never I'm even never seen it, but I, I know what you're referencing too. I think yeah. the Office or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's something that was people kind of know. Yeah, exactly. When you watch it, it's a very ridiculous moment. You're like, how is this like an award-winning movie at one point? Because the fall is very like, just you don't have to have. It doesn't have to be there. Like, um, Morgan Freeman but, won the Oscar for that movie. Um, Clint Eastwood won the Oscar. Everyone won Oscars for a Million Dollar Baby, a movie that we're not going to watch. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so Kaku dies and Yujiro isn't too happy about that. Because yeah, he doesn't get to deliver that final blow. And uh, you don't cock block Yujiro. He doesn't take that well. No. Uh, yeah. But I mean, in, in theory, isn't that the ultimate win is to kill someone like well, for him? That's what I was thinking. I was like, he killed the guy in the ring. Like he won. Like, I don't know. Like... It's, it's all about honor. And uh, Baki especially, I've, I've read a couple spoilers from later volumes. There's a lot of uh, honor BS where, where very clear wins are turned into losses because of honor. He killed the mother of his child. He's clearly not an honorable person. We care about honor in the ring. No, uh, he's also very progressive too. Uh, Domenico, you were telling me how like quite a few MMA guys are Trump supporters. And I was thinking about this. Uh, Yujiro would not be a Trump supporter because for one thing, he made Trump pee his pants anyways. He clearly did not show respect to him when he signed the peace treaty. So Yujiro's like pretty like left wing. He's pretty left wing, I think. I think politically, he also is like not racist at all. Um, there's a little flashback where you know he's pretty chill with uh, Muhammad Ali. Again, I don't even know how old Yujiro is supposed to be. I mean, at this rate, I'm assuming he's in his mid to late nineties. <laughs> yeah. I think he's supposed to be in his 50s, but years don't make sense. And also this series has like a Simpsons aging thing where the characters stay the same age, but time well, still moves on. He's supposed to rematch the guy in 100 years. So he's, he's got to be at least young enough to be able to fight 100 years from now. But the thing that doesn't make sense is so they, they make this reference and in one of the other episodes of like, oh, like when they're talking to Muhammad Ali Jr., like, oh, it's too bad your father couldn't fight in this. So it's like, it implies that those guys, like his father, like Muhammad Ali is obviously aged. Yeah, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali is a character in the series. He is a character. Present, present day, as of present day of the, the series, is he's also a character and he challenges his son to fight him. Again, this the the Ali Junior arc is is an. What arc. what time what time is it supposed to be set in? Like, what's the year for Bob? Um, this manga, I mean, these arcs were around like two thousand between two thousand and two thousand five. And Netflix has has been pretty faithful. I I haven't seen like cell phones or whatever in them, or maybe there are cell phones, but definitely not like smartphones. Huh, so yeah, they, okay. they're following the manga pretty religiously. So. It's whatever year the manga was written, basically. Yeah, um, this this feels like it could be taking place in the eighties, the nineties, they had the two thousands. Like it's just it doesn't have. It almost feels timeless because it's. It's, it's I mean, part of that's thing. because we just watched the, uh, only a fighting arc, in an, in a stone arena. It so. it doesn't. It feels pretty timeless, even when you're reading the manga or watching the other episodes. 
I, I could not have told you this was, was set in the early 2000s. Um, but yeah, yeah, Yujiro, he's not happy that he lost. And then it turns out, guess what? Uh, Kaku is alive uh, to the shock of all his disciples. Wait, wait, did Jiro technically take the loss on that because he died? Uh, it's unclear. I, it's unclear if, it, if he took the loss. I, I don't remember anyone saying winner or loser. Yujiro just was pretty fucking mad. Because like it would be like that would make sense in the when you talk about honor, how like it's like honor you, you killed the opponent so you lost like that would be. But uh, I also don't remember a winner. I think or a it's loser. I, think I, just, it's, I think it's treated as a tie, or at least that's how Kaku treats it because he seems pretty happy that he died. But that almost seems like dishonorable. Like he wasn't willing to finish the fight, so he quit and then like faked his death. So that's that's a disqualification in my books. In your in your book, died intentionally dying is a disqualification yeah it's a disqualification it's against i mean there doesn't appear to be rules in this tournament they're like breaking people's arms you ripped the guy's face off somebody got kicked in the dick we missed that but yeah yeah faking your death is a dq yeah that's a, i think that's fair all right uh kaku seems pretty proud again like uh, his uh his students they're not too they're just like what the hell and he's like yeah martial arts are just tricks man uh so kaku kind of explains it all yeah, well, what's so funny about it is that's where the line of, like, he's a beast. Like, this guy, is, this man's a beast. And then he's like, I know because I fought in so many animals. And then there's this, like, little scene of him, like, literally, like, fighting, like, a tiger and, like, a jaguar and, like, these, uh, these random animals. I guess that's what he used to do for training back in the day. And, and Yujiro has fought an elephant. I can confirm. Yujiro has fought an elephant. <laughs> what? How do yeah. you fight an elephant? How does an elephant fight back? Outside uh, of just using its size. No, he, he fought an elephant. It happened in the most recent chapter I read. He fought an elephant. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyways, we have this little segment, uh, Domenico, where we pick the uh, our, our favorite obscure character. So I'm just going to play the little intro music that I, I edited. Speedwagon! 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 Speed wagon. Allow me to elucidate ya. The name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. So for those of you just tuning in, the Robert E.O. Speedwagon of this episode is like, it's a little segment where we try to pick our favorite obscure character. Um, who was the Speedwagon for you, Malcolm? Well, this one's, uh, it's an interesting choice because I don't feel like there were, like, a lot of, like, side characters, like, just, like, fun side characters uh, to pick from, but I, so I'm just going to pick one of the fighters. Yeah, do uh, it. I actually really like the old, uh, the old guy from the, uh, from this, the fight that we were just talking about. I'm, I'm going to give it to Who? Kaku as well, because to my knowledge, Kaku has not appeared in more Baki. Uh, someone can correct me, but I'm still hundreds and hundreds of chapters away from finishing Baki. Yeah, so Kaku, like, for me, I just, like, I think I, I said earlier, he's got the aesthetic of a junkie pirate. Uh, he's obviously uh, over 100 years old, probably pushing 150. He's uh, he's seen several wars, probably. Uh, <laughs> and he's still a badass. He's still, he can fake his death. Like, I, he doesn't seem like a guy who will ever die. Um... So, Domenico, yeah, the, the Speedwagon, it's, it's a tribute to Robert E.O. Speedwagon from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where we basically pick our favorite random weirdo. I mean, 
sometimes in these episodes there's not a lot of super minor characters but otherwise it's again it's kind of the, the who's your favorite weirdo of these uh three episodes do they have to be like okay is there rules to how obscure they have to be we've been breaking the rules already we've been all right perfect uh i like the guy i think he might have been the older brother of the guy that muhammad ali jr beat up and cut his face when he was okay. talking to him and the guy was training because he he the, the guy kicked an apple in half and then the the guy went over to talk to him he caught the apple and he ate it core and all and i i usually eat the apple down to the core so i related to that so that's my guy i respect that as a speaking <laughs> choice and i also that's, just realized, that's a good choice <laughs> thank you and i also just realized i cut off the second second half of the episode to talk about so let's get back into that uh and it's basically baki he's at his uh he's at his tree he's at the tree that he really liked um is the tree important because is that an important tree i've read a lot of baki i can't remember the tree this is it's it's not one piece level world building i'll tell you that they made it seem pretty important. They did, but I can't recall. Huh. And I've read all of it, or most of it. Um, it's probably from an earlier arc. Um, but yeah, Muhammad Ali Jr. confronts Baki. And yeah, uh, wh- what do you think of that little confrontation? It's kind of funny. Like, I mean, obviously, Muhammad Ali Jr. Uh, wants to fight him, uh, fight Baki, but Baki clearly is like, that's why I like assumed Baki just didn't fight anyone because he's saving himself for his dad. <laughs> like, that's how, like, I know that sounds a weird way of just, uh, just he, he really is, him. though. He really is. Where it's like, because it's like in, in some world, Muhammad Ali Jr. and Baki should be like, like best friends because they're like, their dads are clear, are both legends. And they're like the sons of these legends. Obviously, one man is so powerful that he has treaties. Like, countries make treaties with them. And then, obviously, the other is one of the, the most infamous, greatest boxers to have ever lived. Okay. And you know what, guys? Because you deserve it, um, uh, f- folks listening, you can, you can uh, YouTube this, too. We're, we're going to play, we're gonna play the, uh, the Ali Jr. versus uh, Baki fight because it's something else. Oh, they do fight. I noticed that thumbnail. He's got a rear naked choke on the thumbnail. I was like, I want to see that episode. You do, you do. And And also, unlike other fights, um, this one, this one gets uh, done a little quicker. Um, Again, I appreciate we're watching (laughs) something. (laughs) There's dialogue, though, at least. Yeah. This is before we start. What episode is this, and uh, at what time in the episode? This is 5.55, and it's episode 12 of the Great Raitai arc. So the tournament's called Raitai, but Yeah, and this part isn't part of Raitai. This is, this is part of the Ali Jr. arc, where Ali Jr. just fights a bunch of Baki's friends, and um, it, 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 his performance isn't as impressive as you'd hope. <laughs> I guess that's your like next best option if some guy won't fight you and go out and beat up his friends. Baki's pretty jacked. Close the distance with courage. He's shorter than I thought he was. Yeah, I think it's the first time we're seeing him shirtless. He's so fast. I probably shouldn't be focusing on the anime character's body, but I mean they're just they're so jacked. How can you not? He's so strong. Am I really going to? Yeah, I think he's, as you said earlier, this is the most muscular 
anime characters probably to ever grace uh, the screen. Oh yeah, look at those traps. They're just sticking out of his neck. Hey bud. You wanna keep going? Uh he missed the opportunity to do the like on his butt thing. You messed up. <laughs> oh, like kick his legs or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was your only chance to win. But you let that would have been an epic callback. <laughs> now I'm ready. The exchange of life experience. All that I learned from your friends. I'm not saying this in like a positive or a negative way, but I wonder where the decision to just put a mole on his face came from. I might have been like, I know it's irrelevant, but I feel like I'm drawn to it now every time. What a real fight is. Now I'm ready. I didn't even notice there was a mole until you pointed it out. Yeah, that is an odd choice. My father embodied the idea. It's like the main character is like, yeah, let's just add a mole on it. Like, okay, yeah, sure. Without being yeah. killed is just the evolved oh, form there. of that idea. Even if you just know the mole now too. I'm still going through. Wait, did he just kick him in the nuts? <laughs> Mom, I'm recording. Don't. <laughs> You're gonna edit that out, please leave that in. Leave that in. That'll be our first merch. Mom, I'm recording! <laughs> yeah, so, um, it doesn't go well for, um. Oh no! Yeah, see, he's gone over here naked choke here. That's how I can notice that in the thumbnail. Whoa. It's a little bit of a rap thing. He doesn't have his hooks on it. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, I mean, he is a grappler. I mean, he is Baki the grappler. <laughs> I'd hope he would be using grappling. Oh, yeah, and that's Muhammad Ali. <laughs> that looks pretty sweet. No What's that? Ali? The sunglasses is a badass look. Oh, yeah. This, this, this podcast has just turned into us watching Baki. I mean, the, here's the thing is that there's no reason that Muhammad Ali shouldn't be in this tournament as well. Given how old some of the contestants are. Given how old they are, yeah. Besides, if you hadn't come in to break it up, you would have been dead. No doubt about it. All right. At some point, we're just going to be watching the whole episode. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this. <laughs> I'm going to end this. I guess right. I, it All is right. in, it, I, I am pretty engaged with it. I gotta I have to admit, like just even watching that part, because I didn't realize Muhammad Ali was a character until we started recording. You know, again, I thought the show would be easy to pick three episodes from, because I'm like, okay, pick three episodes with fighting, but there are so many wacky characters, and again, it is, it is pretty plotty. The Escape Prisoners arc in particular is like the most different from any other arc they've done. Uh, that's the one where the guy shoots himself in the face. Because you're dealing with characters who are who are complete dirty tricksters and not in like the martial arts way. Yeah. Oh, okay, hello. Yeah. No, I thought I thought you were gonna say something. That's why. Um, so yeah, I think final thoughts. I think I think we we've kind of covered Baki thoroughly, or at least as thoroughly as as this portion of Baki. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, it's interesting because like. 
there's an element with like watching the episodes where I was, wasn't like I'm probably as engaged as I sh- wanted to be, just because it is fighting and it was you know kind of hard to figure out you know why some of these fights were important. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is like the first one where like just talking about the show and kind of seeing the enthusiasm and also watching the other clips from uh, the other episodes. Like finding out about this prisoner's arc and then the fact that Muhammad Ali is a character, it actually makes me uh, more intrigued to go back and actually like watch the show. For sure. And yeah, and it's kind of funny because the show is kind of easy to get into. It's not, there's not a lot of lore. There's other characters, but I do think like you could probably jump into any arc and at least understand the basics of it, which is, you know, dudes being the hell out of each other in the weirdest ways. Yeah, and it's this weird thing where it's like they're cl- they so don't want there to be supernaturalness in the show, but there's so much supernaturalness in the show. Where did this no supernatural thing come from? Was it like- I mean, I always felt it. I always feel like the show stretches itself so so thin to the point of ridiculousness, and that's why I love it. Yeah, but it's so clearly supernatural, though. I, I know, but so. when the fact that the show tries to like justify poison fist stuff and all of that. Yeah. Um, there's also an arc where um, the characters fight a uh, 65 million year old man named Pickle, who is the strongest specimen of all time. <laughs> the strongest specimen. He's he's like not even like strongest man. He's the strongest specimen. Uh, I like that. There's tears. There's the strongest beast, the strongest man, the strongest specimen. Yeah. Like... And so, Domenico, what do you think? You you already you already said you wanted to watch this. Yeah, I was enjoying it. I don't. I think my interest started of sort of decreased over time just because I didn't know what was going on afterwards. But that's the nature of what we're doing here. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't know if maybe I just like the tournament portion because it's got like some animaniness to it. If I go watch the prisoner arc, that might be a little bit different. But uh, overall, it was pretty solid. All right. Great. Uh, Should we yeah. give it like a like a letter grade or something or a score out of yeah. ten? Just do you want to watch it or not? I do want to watch it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to. Malcolm, do you want to watch Baki? Uh, you know what? I think I will. Yeah, I do want to watch more of it. Um, I think, like you said, I've, as I said before, I think there's a lot uh, more happening than these three episodes are letting on, and that's kind of makes me intrigued to go back and like actually watch it from the beginning. For sure. Okay, and yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's the end of our episode. But as always, as always, uh, Domenico, this doesn't uh, matter to you much, because. Um, but we're going to introduce the next uh, show we're going to be watching for the next episode. And we're going to be watching, we're going back to Gundam. We're, we're going back to Gundam. We're going to watch Gundam 0080, War in the Pocket. It's a mini series. So unfortunately, Malcolm, you're going to have to watch all of it. We're not, we're not picking episodes. We're watching all six. Um, and yeah, that, that's for next week. Um, So yeah, you can listen to us uh, every Tuesday on all available listening platforms. Uh, You can find us on Is This Anime Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Malcolm, how do you want people to find you? Or do you even not want people to find you on Twitter? Uh, I mean, you can follow me on on Instagram at Malcolm RJ McLeod. That's uh, my main social media presence. Cool, and you can follow me at OnlyRealJackM because uh, I just decided to copy Donald Trump when I made a Twitter because I'm lazy. I really should change it. Um, Domenico, you're a civilian. You're not even. Yeah, uh, you're a civilian. Do you care? <laughs> no, please don't follow me. If Good. you request to follow me on Instagram, I will decline your follow. So. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, people. 
Uh, and thank you for uh, being on the podcast, Domenico. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This was fun.